What's up, everybody? Welcome to this month's episode, really another episode this month uh, of the Parent Podcast. My name is Chandler James. I'm the student pastor here at the Brook Church in Northwest Houston. Uh, we've got a bonus episode uh, for you this month, and I'm joined by John Owen, our community pastor here at the Brook Church. What's up, John? Hey, man. And so today we're going to be talking about some firework safety, just kind of as July 4th uh, is kind of fastly approaching. Uh, John has kind of some uh, really a unique story when it comes to fireworks. But uh, I think part of what we're going to talk about is today is it's actually not a super unique story. It is in the sense of it's personal to you, but uh, that this kind of uh, things happen all the time regarding uh, fireworks. And so just think it's really important. We're just going to be a quick episode, 10, 15 minutes, uh, just have a quick discussion about, hey, what does firework safety look like if you're going to use fireworks? Uh, what are a couple of things to consider? Should we leave it up to the professionals? And then I know, John, you have a personal story to share uh, surrounding fireworks as well. And so Excited to kind of uh, chat with you today about this. Yeah, I'm excited, man. Awesome. Well, let's just kind of just dive straight in since we only have a uh, kind of short on time uh, in this episode, but uh, just talk to us a little bit about your experience with fireworks uh, and those types of things. Hey man. So I grew up doing fireworks and I mean, I was your stereotypical boy. I was into all the fire and the, you know, <laughs> the pyro stuff. And I mean, we used to, tear open black cats and pour all the gunpowder out and, and light it on fire and make little mini explosions and stuff. So oh, I was about to say that, Oh, you're the, you're the type of kid that like, whenever you see a candle, you lick your fingers and then go, <laughs> but you were like, no, 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 no. You're like, you're like making concoctions over there. Oh, dude, <laughs> you're doing we, more than that. We, yeah, we, I mean, we were playing with fire and matches and fireworks and all that kind of stuff as kids. And, and we didn't think twice about it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Having kids of my own, uh, in 2012, our kids were pretty young and, and, uh, their grandparents were in town and it was, it was new year's Eve and they actually wanted to do some fireworks. And I was not crazy about fireworks at the time because our dogs, uh, didn't like them mm. and it, it drove our dogs crazy and kept, kept them up all night. So it kept up, kept us up all night. Yeah. So and it's one of those things where it's like, if the dog is going crazy, then you're going crazy. So it's like, let's just not. <laughs> yeah. So I went into, you know, full on boring dad mode and was like, no, we're not doing fireworks, you know, and, but <laughs> we're, we're staying home and we're watching the Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> but grandpa, he was like, no, we have to do fireworks with the kids. It's just, it's just what we do. And, and so I, I conceded, okay, cool. We'll get some of the, the family packs, you know, we'll get, get just a couple of, of the cheap, family packs with a few, few smoke bombs and sparklers and some Roman candles, you know, and, and we'll be done in a few minutes and, and that'll be our fireworks experience. So, um, that's what we did. And, uh, we had in the, in those packs were some Roman candles. And so, uh, grandpa, Michelle's dad and I, um, both, both took the Roman candles and we were both holding them at the same time and, and firing them. And they had five shots in them. Four of them in mine discharged normally, but the fifth one did not. And I felt like I had a split second to make a decision. I decided to let go of the Roman candle and let it drop out of my hand. And it exploded, um, you know, within a split second of letting go of it. It exploded and it was in really close proximity to my face mm. and it, it ultimately, um, you know, did a lot of damage to my face, fractured my sinus. Uh, I lost sight in my left eye and, uh, here I am nine years later, um, a couple of surgeries later and, and, uh, lots of visits to the doctor and 
spent that night in the trauma center, which, you know, the trauma center in Houston on New Year's Eve is, is no fun. Mm. Um, but it just, it was a life changing experience all from a little family pack of fireworks. And, um, and if I had, if I had waited a split second longer to let go of it, more than likely I would have lost fingers on my left hand or lost my left hand entirely, at least lost, lost practical use of my left hand. So, um, you know, you don't know what, what, where these things are made. You don't know what you're getting when you buy them at these roadside firework stands. Yeah. So there's just a lot of unknowns, a lot of risk associated with that. And, and so I just want to paint that picture very clearly. Um, but all that to say, you know, it was life-changing in a lot of ways, um, some worse than others, but it's, it's been a blessing in a lot of ways too, because it's, it's taught me a lot of things. It's mm. changed my perspective on a lot of things. And, and it's had an impact on my entire family at the same time. Yeah, for sure. No, I mean, I, I love, and I've heard you share that story um, multiple times with myself and staff and other people uh, as well. And I think it is like, I think for somebody who may be listening to that is like, oh, like that's the extreme story. But I think it's important that people realize that, you know, like, hey, these things happen in regards to fire in general, but specifically like fireworks, you know, like my, my wife is, uh, a trauma nurse. So she works at uh, a pediatric ICU here in Houston. And I even asked her like before jumping on the podcast, like, Hey, like, is this something that you frequently see, you know, around 4th of July? And she said, Oh yeah. Like no question. Yeah. Like this is a thing that like absolutely happens. And I pulled up a, a report, like just to give us a little bit of context uh, to fireworks specifically. And um, one of them is uh, fireworks were involved with an estimated 10,000 injuries treated in U.S. hospital emergency departments during calendar year of 2019. And that might not sound like, you know, in the grand scheme of things in the United States, like a ton, but like, I think it's important to recognize like these things do happen. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and it does fill uh, hospital emergency rooms uh, during these times of years. And then another statistic specific to children, uh, it said that children younger than 15 years of age accounted for 36% of the estimated firework uh, fireworks related injuries. And so uh, I think at these times of years, I think we, we got those types of people who are like the older, uh, older, like parents, cousins, Absolutely. friends that like, they love fireworks. But like the reality is, is like, I think, and even growing up, like I remember my cousins were this way. My cousins, I think I told you this the other day that my cousin, like, I remember he had a black cat, like pop off in his hands. Like yeah, one of those I, normal, like just small fireworks. That's supposed to be like the fun things. Like it just popped in his hand. That's uh, very common. I, I mean, I had multiple pop in my hand. If yeah. you hold fireworks in your hand and you light the fuse, you don't know how fast that fuse yeah, is going to burn. And I, I would say that I would say that the majority of people, five, six, seven out of 10 who have ever held fireworks in their hand and lit the fuse while it was in their hand have experienced an it exploding in their hand mm -hmm. or very close to it. Yeah. And I think it's interesting because I think it is like, oh, it's, it's like almost a, like gives you energy. Like you get really hyped about it. Oh, like, there's oh, an adrenaline firework. Yeah. yeah. It's like adrenaline. Like I have this it's, firework in my hand, watch this. Da, da, da. And I think that's maybe one of the reasons why you see it in younger kids. Sometimes maybe it's like, Hey, they don't know. They're not aware, but, um, but yeah. And so I, I wonder if you can even speak to, uh, like some of the trauma type things, uh, when it comes to like being in a hospital, uh, at that time. Um, but then also, uh, maybe even how that impacted that experience impacted your family a little bit. Yeah. So in the, in the trauma center, uh, so I went to a Methodist hospital out in the suburbs in Northwest Houston first, and it was, that was pretty low key. They did a, a, a CT scan there and they gave me some, you know, some pain medication, but they really were not equipped to deal with the trauma that, that I had encountered. So they put me on an ambulance, sent me downtown to the Memorial Herman Trauma Center in downtown. And it 
was total chaos in there. Like, I, I, I mean, I couldn't see for one, so I could just hear the sounds and smell the smells and I could smell the smell of burnt flesh. That was not, that was not good. And the sounds of people moaning in pain, like it just, it was awful. And Michelle was there with me and she could see and hear everything. And she was just like, oh my gosh, John, this is, this is awful. The, the surgeon who was dealing with me said that there were eight eye injuries from fireworks in the trauma center that night. That's crazy. And then there were multiple other like burned, like where, where fireworks had burned people's hands yeah, and arms yeah. and faces and things like that. So yeah, they're very, a lot more common than we think. And, and they told us that every 4th of July, every new year's Eve, it's like that. It's like, it's this thing that happens. Yeah. And yeah. and it's just, it's like, man, I mean, so that was a big eye opener for, for my family. Um, I mean, needless to say now we, we, we don't do fireworks anymore. We love to go and watch them when mm -hmm. professionals are doing them. Uh, the fireworks shows are are really awesome to see. And, and, and we don't, we don't frown on people for doing fireworks or shame people for doing fireworks, <laughs> but we do promote safety and awareness. Yeah. We're like, Hey, you don't know what you're getting where yeah. do not hold them in your hand. It, it's the warning label on the fireworks. The one that I had in my hand so said, do not hold, do in, your not hold in your hand. And I just <laughs> supposed to set them on the ground, right? <laughs> I disregarded that notice. And yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. It's, it's crazy. I remember, uh, the last church that I, that I worked at, there was one year we had camp on 4th of July. And of course, like in student ministry, like we're thinking like, Hey, how can we be super creative 4th of July, get kids here make this incredible. And so we found like, we put on like an entire, like dude, like legit fireworks show. That's awesome. And we did it on our own. No professionals. You're like, that's not awesome. <laughs> but like, and it's one of those things, the reason why I bring this up is because I remember our goal was, you know, tight budget, like things like that. Hey, how can we get the cheapest fireworks possible? We go find open box fireworks, like, you know, and I think that that sometimes is the mindset. And I remember like, there was a couple, I didn't do it because I'm kind of terrified of stuff like that. But there was a couple close calls where I was like, that was that was really close. You, you know? just never know, man. And that's, that's just it. When you go buy from these side, these roadside stands, you don't know what you're getting. You don't yeah. know if you're getting last year's inventory. Mm. Uh, I would, I would imagine that everyone who's ever done fireworks has experienced what we call a dud, mm. you know, yeah, where yeah, you, yeah. where you yeah. light the fuse and nothing happens. Right. And so, I mean, that unpredictability, and then you light the fuse and it's like, boom, and it blows mm -hmm. up instantly. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, and you don't have time to, to get away there. And it's crazy because there's not really like liability there for them. No, you know? absolutely not. And they might not be doing it on purpose. They're just selling their fireworks stands. It's nothing against those types of places, but it's just like, man. Yeah, we're not, and we're not litigious people. We didn't, we didn't even, that wasn't, never even crossed our mind right. that we're, hey, we're going to find out who manufactured these. We're going <laughs> to yeah, sue right, them. Right, right. Um, no, I was thankful to be alive. I was thankful that it was just what it was. You know, it was crazy. I had the conversation coming home from the trauma center the following day with my dad in the car. And I was like, Hey dad, okay, I got a question for you. So one day you hear an audible voice from the heavens and it's God. And he's like, Hey Ray, he's like, I'm going to give you the choice. I'm going to take either a hand or an eye. <laughs> What's it going to be? What do you choose? And my dad was like, thought about it for a second. He's like, yeah, I'm going to have to go with an eye. And I was like, me too. Every time, you know, I was like, cause I, to, to be without one of my hands, yeah, you know, but to be without, I've got two eyes, two hands, but the eye is, I, I just feel like I can deal with the eye, you know, yeah. I can still see you had a lot of surgeries and things like that. to like, correct. Yeah. But even with one eye, like you can right. still drive legally. Yeah. You can still, you know, there's really pretty much nothing that you can't do for sure. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Dang, yeah. I mean, thanks for sharing that story. I know that's impacted your family in a great way. Kind of before we wrap up, and I just want to ask like, hey, if you were talking to a parent or talking to literally anybody, and I know you do this frequently at these times of years, is like, what are like, hey, here's a couple of things. Because I think it's one of those things of like, we can say all these things in your opinion, and correct me if I'm wrong, it could be, hey, you probably shouldn't, you should probably just leave it up to the professionals and don't pop them in your backyard. Maybe listen to your HOA kind of deal. But like, hey, people are going to do that. And like, that's fine. And people are going to buy off of roadside stands and that's fine. What are like some couple of things like from your end that you would suggest maybe to a parent or to anybody? Hey, here's like, hey, if you're going to pop fireworks this year, here's a couple of things to consider. Yeah. I mean, three things is really what I'd say. Three. So one is don't, don't skimp. Don't try to buy the open box. Don't mm. try to get a discount on the fireworks. Don't try to get the cheap, the cheap packs, yeah. you know? Uh, I mean, just, if you're going to do them, go ahead and spend the money and get, get the higher quality ones. Right. Um, and then even with those, you never know that it's, it's, there's a, there's a, there's an element of unpredictability, but just don't, don't go cheap. Don't try to go cheap. Yeah, that's good. Um, that would be one, two, pay attention to the labels, mm. you know? I mean, I, I was funny. We read labels on a lot of things, right. But on things that are sometimes recreational, we kind of like stray away from this. I would say straight up, do not hold anything in your hand. Mm. Um, and, and, and if you're going to hold something in your hand, wear gloves. Mm. And I mean, wear, yeah. sub, wear substantial gloves, like leather gloves that fit tightly, you know, that are, that are like a second skin. Yeah. Um, and then the third thing would be eye protection. I mean, it's not, it's not that big of a deal to put on a pair. I mean, safety, safety glasses nowadays, you can buy cool ones, really lightweight ones, you know, that are, that meet all of the safety standards. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't have to wear these big clunky, goofy <laughs> and safety I'm glad you goggles. say that because like, even like for me, I'm like, what? I'm not about to be putting on some safety goggles looking crazy. And I think like people's kids, like if they, especially you have teenagers, like I'm thinking of like some of our parents that like have teenagers. It's like, well, they don't want to put on safety goggles. So you want to hear a know? funny story about that? I got two teenagers and this is true story. Like we take eye safety so seriously in our home. Now our kids, when they cook on the stove, when they fry bacon, they wear safety goggles, yeah. gla not, safety, <laughs> not goggles, but glasses. I mean, my son, Luke was, was boiling water for Mac and cheese and he had the safety glasses on. It was funny. I took a picture of it, but it's, um, but that it's speaks true. to, Hey, the culture of safety. And I think really that can like even be a theme in general. When we talk about like this type of stuff, it's like, Hey, like maybe this is a moment to create. And if you haven't had that before to create like a culture of safety in your home, you know, and things totally. like this are important. But yeah. Yep. So you got anything else? Like just like some last minute type deals that you would encourage? Um, yeah, I, I, I'm just, I mean, please hear me. Like I'm not, I'm not frowning on fireworks. I'm not saying don't go do fireworks or you shouldn't do fireworks. Look, I mean, do, do what you're going to do. Just, just use your head, mm -hmm. be smart about it. And, um, you know, always have, always have a safety mindset first because you really don't know. I mean, in the blink of an eye, yeah. uh, something can happen and it, it can be life-changing for me. It, uh, you know, I, there's a loss and I've had to grieve the loss mm -hmm. of, of my eye. And I, and I'm now that guy that has the eye that's kind of wonky. And like, like I've got kids tell me, Oh, you have a creepy eye. You know? <laughs> yeah. You're the uh, creepy eye guy. <laughs> I'm the creepy eye guy. But you know, there's a plus side to that too, to get to share my story and, yeah, and to connect with sure. people. So yeah, it's not all, it's not all doom and gloom. There's a, there's definitely a lighter side and a blessing to it. Yeah, all. for sure. And I think some of that's, you know, God working that stuff out for good. And you've been through that trauma and you've experienced loss and been able to kind of wrestle with that and even probably still do at times. But 
Um, that being said, man, like, thanks for hopping on the podcast um, and just sharing your your story, your heart, uh, your heart for safety and for kids and parents and families uh, for this year as we enter in 4th of July. And so uh, with that being said to, to our parents, uh, to anybody who's listening to this podcast, thanks for joining us on this bonus episode of the Parent Podcast. Yep. Thanks, guys.